1: Thanks for taking the time to download this episode of the Manchester Football Social. I just want to say at this point, before you listen, if you've got a heart condition or you're driving or operating heavy machinery, you might want to stop what you're doing and maybe take a break before you listen to
2: it, and and uh, make sure you've got that, like a
1: massage that was quite mild, Alex, for our normal. Do you
3: know what? I've
2: just realised. Then I've just had like a real oh no, because that's it for three months. I won't get to argue with Danny <laughs> for three months, and it wasn't a top level argument. No, we've it was worse. just a minor disagreement. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We love uh, to hate each other. Yeah, I, I live for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be like one of those, like you know.
1: Actually, at the end of it, you just suddenly go. I, actually, I don't hate you. I've just really respected you all the way along. <laughs> no, 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 no.
3: No, this is definitely our no, winner. We like
1: <laughs> well, uh, it's all kicking off
3: uh, right now. Manchester Football Social.
1: Good evening and welcome to the Manchester Football Social. I just had a pause then, because I've completely forgotten your surname, Danny. <laughs> oh, don't worry. <laughs> That's right. fans Zon- Danny. my is- mum doesn't know my name, so I, 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 was like, I was like, did your mum name you Fanzone Danny, yeah. or am I just there? Uh, joining us representing uh, Man City, uh, we've got Fanzone Danny, and we have Alex Boardman representing United. Hiya. Good evening. Uh, I'm Ant McGinley. For the next hour, I'll be trying to be neutral, uh, but a bit of blue may leak out. If you want to get in touch, because this is the place uh, for the voice of the fans, 0345 1 76 25, or you can uh, contact us on uh, text message, Alex 877 1 and on Twitter, social media it's at MCR Footy Social. We are at the point. What a team! In, I know, know what a
3: way to start that was.
1: I knew it off in by text. art as well. I, Me too, I was c- surprised. C- we could be doing <laughs> breakfast TV throughout the summer, you know, with that that, that lineup. Uh, we're gelled together better than, well, anybody at Manchester United at the minute.
2: Oof. <laughs> <sighs> Shots fired early, and I like it. Well, what uh, shall we start there? What, what do you want to talk about? What happened at Huddersfield? Yeah. So I. I saw so I. What's I, going to happen I, against Cardiff? Let Let's start
1: with that. So, so I, I would say, tell me as if I didn't see the game. I, I didn't see it. So, tell me what
2: happened and what what it felt like to watch that. Um... Oh, it feels, there's been so much football since then, it feels like it was decades ago. United started not badly, they had quite a lot of possession, um, scored a goal, could have scored another couple of goals, but it, it stayed at 1-0, couldn't really make the possession pay, and then, almost inevitably, uh, United um, got tired in the second half, as you would do if you were a professional athlete (laughs) paid to do nothing else but be a professional athlete. You get to... The game's an hour and a half. Some of those players are good for about 60 minutes and then they just all start blowing. And then uh, another individual error. Um, But when they re-showed it back on the television, the lack of anyone running back to chase the ball, to get broken on by Huddersfield, who are already relegated, being one of the worst sides in Premier League history.
1: Well, funnily enough, that result, that draw against you, stopped them being the worst
3: side in Premier League well I history. think they
2: were second
3: worst before that was. I think it, it was the goals, was, home goals yeah. scored wasn't it if, if they wouldn't have scored it it would have been the lowest ever home yeah. goal scored so in the really, Premier so really what season, we're talking yeah. about there was actually everyone's beat pub down team, man, pub team we're no, talking well, about they got beat off a pub team well, no
1: no no but maybe actually what they're doing is, you remember when Barcelona got their sponsor of a charity and it was a really good thing, and the people went, never had a sponsor, Steph, any, Steph, yeah. they've never had a sponsor before, let's do that, what an amazing thing to do. And United have gone, you know what, they we're playing for nothing this season, let's do something nice for Huddersfield. It was an act of charity.
2: Could have been. <laughs> Could have been. To be, to be fair, it's, it's really hard to even, well, with three days beyond it, so I've gone through all the emotions, you know, like when a, when a relative dies or something like that and you go through wow. anger, grief, denial. Well, this was this has been for the last four or five weeks. So to the point now where it's just, it's actually almost funny. It's annoying, <laughs> but it's almost, almost funny. It's almost funny. And just the lack of, like, professionalism in, in those players and the lack of pride in themselves. Because let's not kid ourselves that all modern footballers are like, you know, they want to be... At Manchester United, they don't. I'm sure in a heartbeat they'd all go to Madrid, Barcelona, Paris, City. Well, probably somewhere where you get more money and better <laughs> lifestyle. and a <laughs> chance, I'd chance go to of winning City. the Champions Looking League. Looking at the Manchester like, weather lately as yeah, well. Flip, but, so it? let's not pretend. But then at some point you've got to have some professional pride. And imagine if you are angling for a move away. Imagine if you're Pogba and you're like, "Oh, Real Madrid are interested. Real Madrid so gonna play have push me up." Well, they've watched you for the last three months, and they'll be like, "Hang on, is he trying to drive the price down? Is that what it is, or is he really just not that good?" I don't think. I've I've heard maybe yourself,
3: Alex, or definitely other uh, guys that have been representing United on this show talking about. Uh, the brand with Pogba, you know, he's a brand. He sells shirts, mm-hmm. you know. So really, I think his price is always at a premium. Yeah, it's not all about his what he does on the pitch, which I find sickening. You know, I've got I've got to be honest. If I was I was a United fan, thank the Lord I'm not. But if I was a United <laughs> fan, I, I, my frustration, being dead seriously, would be at the moment. You had a, even though you'd had a terrible season and you haven't played well at all, lost a stupid number. No, we of games, did play like, well for a quarter. Okay, of the yeah, season. sorry, you did have that spell. But what, what I'm trying to trying to sort of say is you're still within touching distance of a Champions League oh, yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. must be so frustrating that even just one or two of them really poor results that they've had, if you'd have turned that round, you'd have been in contention for a Champions League shot by yep. some miracle, you know? So you maybe that. They would have deserved it had they carried on playing like they did when Solskjaer
2: took over. The wheels started to fall off at Liverpool, Liverpool home, 0-0, when some of the players weren't... They were United at this point are absolutely flying... Um, And then they'd had a couple of injuries the game before. Matic had gone. Herrera limped off injured. Mata limped off injured. Wingard came on. He was injured. Martial was injured. And since then, they've not recovered. It's interesting that you use that phrase, the wheels came off at that game.
1: Yeah. Because that was about the time that everybody started hearing the "Ollies at the wheels song. Ollies at the wheels. That was about... the
2: wheels came off. That was about (laughs) ten games earlier. And it's just... I mean, it is just a phrase. But um, to look on the positive of that, the wheels this could have happened at the beginning of next season, as I just said to Danny. Yeah. So that would have been a lot worse because... Can, can, can I just try and be a voice of reason here? Right, you, You're there, you're talking about uh, this
1: season being a disaster, You're we're criticising the players for lack of professionalism, lack of effort, all these different things. L- let's put it in perspective. For There's a lot of other clubs that have not gotten near that. As City fans, we've both experienced what it's like to be top of the table after three games and then get relegated in that same season. You know... You're still going to qualify for the Europa League?
2: Which is fine. It's, Which it's, is a, it's another trophy that we've won in City. Oh, yeah. yeah, thank the Lord once again. It there used to be the UEFA Cup, and it's you know, it's so so. It's the trophy. It, it, uh-huh. It's a complete. Like, it's a, it's
3: a trophy in the same regard that, that United fans claim that the Charity Shield trophy. You're, you're sitting there only oh, at the man, minute man. as a League Cup winner. And, and the, Charity the, Shields better no, than a week. It, but cup it's not about that. It's, it's about it's about the fact that attracting players at Manchester United. The only way now they're going to do it in the summer is by throwing even more. So nobody wants to play S- Sunday, Thursday, Thursday Sunday. Do they They just don't. No, these, no. These no. top level t- well, t- you know, you, you would have been in competition with the likes of, you know, City, you know, um, Tottenham, Chelsea. Maybe for for players that maybe want to come to the Premier League. I just <laughs> think that Thursday night thing will just put so many off. I maybe, really
2: maybe, maybe not. But do you know what? Re- at the end of the day, I think I said this tonight on Sunday. United, United can and will play Who would go to Paris Saint Germain to play in a Farmers League every yeah, weekend? Uh, not me. Money, no. bu- money buys a lot of mm-hmm. players these days, yeah. and the, you know, there's there's a big field of players, a big crop of players. That, you know, a lot of them will go for double. Does it not
3: hurt that it's come to that, though? You know, because it's almost kind of like you've morphed into what we were when we first got the money in terms of we had to throw money at people to entice them in. Well, no. Whereas I think you're in that situation where realistically, Alex, that's the only way you're going to get a top table player is by maybe offering them another 100, 150 grand a week. Here's the thing, though. Here's the
2: thing. We've had top table players. We've had them over the last six or seven um, years. Now, you could argue Schweinsteiger was on his way out. Fair enough, I agree with that. Ibrahimovic still had a little bit left in him. Falcao, he'd got the dodgy knees, maybe, maybe not. Di Maria was absolutely top draw when we bought him, and it just did not work out. Um, Lukaku was one of the most sought-after forwards. He had a brilliant World Cup. Pogba again these are like all top draw players they and are they
3: are but they're not necessary
2: Pogba maybe the a exception world, Pogba's yeah. a World Cup well, winner we can't it was second top scorer in the World Cup and got to the World Cup semi-final came third in the World Cup we yeah. could probably so list a load of
3: players that have been no, good at the World Cup but what's available though,
2: I'm saying these are the top players that we've gone out and bought and actually it's not what we It isn't exactly what we need. We need younger, hungrier players yeah. with something to prove who maybe haven't got the big reputation and the Instagram following yeah. and the yeah. brand. Which
1: is how we recruit, yeah. yeah. Well, let me pick you up on something you said there, Alex. You said, you know, it just hasn't worked. We've got all these players, and, and you're right. Mm. They, they look great on paper. The season that the, the, the World Cup performance that the people had, Di Maria, before and after United, has, has, has been all right. Um, so the question is then. Is it something that is happening at United that is causing the problem? And if you want to get involved and put your points of view across, oh three four five treble one seventy six twenty five. And let's be fair because we have had players that have come in at City since Pep's arrived, and it hasn't worked out. Nolito, for example, All right? And there's some players he's given a chance uh, that weren't getting a look in before, and that they've mm. moved on. He's moved on yeah, different players.
3: Pep's definitely not been perfect in terms of transfers, you know, particularly in them early days, but. I mean, what he has done is—I mean, people talk maybe talk about the money that City have spent on players um, under Pep. You know, you look at the most valuable club now based on its assets, based on its uh, on, on its team, on squad. As is top of the tree, and that's because even though we maybe shelled out a lot of money, the worth of the players that he's brought in—the likes of De Bruyne at fifty-five million—is worth one hundred and fifty million or thereabout. You know, he's worth silly mm. money, but that you could you could reel them off. You could reel off Sané. You could reel off Bernardo Silva forty million quid for Bernardo Silva. It's just, we, we, you know, we, we must have wore a mask when we went in and got Bernardo Silva for 40 million quid. But but even when we City have done that and brought those players in, they have
1: delivered on the pitch and the combination of the players has worked. Now, United have spent not as much but a similar amount on the scale of things. Nearly, sort of, we're talking about There's the similar millions. amount. I
2: think United have done it differently in the fact they've paid 75 for car going 90 for Pogba, so there's <laughs> 165, which is probably the equivalent of four yeah. of the players. Well, and, and then
1: 64, um, Di Maria, and what's probably going yeah. to work out you with the wages. most of
2: that back for him. Yeah.
1: And, and, and with wages, about 700 million for free Sanchez. But
2: for, for Sanchez, <laughs> yeah. but, and again with Sanchez, a bigger joke as it is, nobody fully knows the figures, and also, I read something on Twitter today that made me really surprised. In January... He sold the most put- football shirts any United player's ever sold, so who knows whether that pays it back.
3: Does that See, excite economics? you as a fan, though? You no, know, no, of course, we're talking about economics
2: and we don't understand it. I'm just putting the point right there. there were rumours previously
1: that uh, Guardiola, last season, I think, was it, had been offered Paul Pogba um, by um, Mourinho when he was in charge. We've got David on the phone, wants to chat about Pogba. You're a City fan, aren't you, David?
0: I am, mate, yeah. What's yeah. your
1: What's your opinion on, on Pogba? Is that somebody you'd want?
0: Well, I, well, I measured it up. Like Daniel, I remember this. Going back at city when we had King there Now, he was a player who, individually, was brilliant. But when the ball was active in his zone, he was a great player. But we got relegated two leagues with him. Now, he's detriment to the team. Now, he divided the fan base. I remember going to Main The fan base became divided over him. Of do we keep him? He's our only decent player we've got because you know we were absolutely pony at the time. We were, we were rubbish, but he divided the fan base. So when I look at Pogba at United, it's a similar situation. When you get a player who divides your fan base, the United fan base is divided over him. He's divided. So when you get a player like you've got to get rid of him. You can't have you can't have a player dividing your fan base because if he's dividing the fan base, then are probably divided in the dressing room. It's just not good. So I, I, I think really there at United, it, it, it is a big problem for him. Because I remember with King Clancy, he was he was a brilliant... Look, it's different this for United cause they're not getting relegated. I understand that. But United not getting in the Champions League is as good as being relegated to a club of their size. It's, it's as good as that now. It's bad. They mm. have to be in that Champions League. It's like a relegation to United in a way. All right, yeah, I know they've not been relegated, but it's it, the closest to ever a club of that size, would it be? But someone like Pogba, it he, he reminded the King Clancy situation at City. We yeah. were and we're, all the fans were like, "No, we're going to keep King Clancy. We, we should turn up just to watch him play." Nobody I'd say, else. I'd
2: say your point, David, it is it is like a counterpoint. It might not necessarily be what I one hundred percent believe, but it's it's something I've heard said. So I'll put this to you: Pogba, without doubt, is the most talented player. <laughs> at United currently the the best player in the team um, even though it often doesn't work out for him the others are miles behind in terms of quality if you get rid of someone that is genuinely the best player who who do you replace him how do you replace him not more, with more mediocre well, players surely
0: well in my opinion for Paul Pomba I think he's got talent, but it doesn't make you a top player having talent. Phil Foden's got talent. He's way off being a top player yet, Phil Foden. He's got talent, but he's not the player that the City fans think he is yet. We've got a few players like Leo Sani's got talent. He's not a top player yet, in my opinion. I think Pobb in that bracket. He's got talent. He's not your top players are the ones like your Aguero's, the ones who put the graft in. You've got to work hard before talent and technique. He's not got no talent talent, Pomba. He can pick a pass, I'm not denying that. He can get his head on ping a passing behind the opposing fullback, a 40-yard pass. But he doesn't do it enough, he doesn't work hard enough. You, before any talent and technique the football, you've got to work bloody hard, mate. You've got to put the graft in as a player. That's what a lot of it is. All your top players work hard for it. And I don't think Pogba works hard enough. I think he thinks he is this top player. But another thing I know with Pogba, what I'd say of him is, maybe he just isn't cut out for the English game. I remember when United signed Borom. Mm-hmm. Borom was a top player for Lazio. He was a top player, mate. I used to watch him in Serie A. He was a brilliant player. Came to England and he struggled. It just didn't work, work out for him. And I think the English game was too quick for him. I think Pogba, and me, when I've seen him for Juventus... And certainly, the Champions League from when you have that like bit of extra time on the ball, he looks a better player. But yeah, he's, a, he's a quicker game in England. He's not like the games are quicker.
3: Dave, is it, um, I mean, if you throw this into the equation then, so if we'd have signed Pogba and Pogba would have played under Pep Guardiola. Do you believe Pogba would still be this player that we're seeing at United or do you believe he'd have raised his levels? You know, is it about your surroundings? Is it about the way you coached? Is it about the team around you? You know, because for me, Pogba's always been You'd have him in on kind of the left sided midfield for me. I think that's when I've watched him. He's he always there best most in that, the in that position. Yeah, Generally, he's looked, he's looked better. But when you've maybe got people around you like Fernandinho that will do all the mopping up and you've not got Fred, who obviously looks like a bit of a liability for United. You know, what I'm trying to say is if he would have signed for, Huck, for us, and I've had this conversation with my mates about Sanchez as well, you know, people are saying, wow, dodged a bullet, dodged a bullet. We'll probably have. But however, if he'd have played under Pep, would he have been a different? Player and it's maybe the same with Pogba. What's your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, well, maybe, Danny. I don't know. Me personally, I don't think think Pogba's a Guardiola sort of player. You've got, you've got. I've said it before. and I say it time and time again. You've got to put a shift in. You've got to work bloody hard. Every one of those City players against Leicester in various other games this season, they worked hard to get that ball back Danny, you know what they're like when they're not in possession we work bloody hard to get that ball back Yeah
3: but surely Pep's mentality Dave would be to to get that out of Pogba, like we saw with Leroy Sané the other night, I mean I watched the game after I'd got back from the Etihad and I watched it on telly Pep was going ballistic at Sané after five minutes of him coming on because he wasn't tracking back, it almost looked like he was going to take him off again, but what I'm saying is, he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have let Pogba let it ride for so Long the way it has, I no, think Pep would have whipped him no. into shape a lot earlier and, and got him to yes. to make sure he gives that hundred percent on the pitch. So my my yes. actual thoughts are: if Pogba was in a City side under Pep. I believe he'd have been a far better player than what he is at the moment at United. I disagree yeah, with man. that.
2: I disagree with
3: the yes. under Pep.
2: I yes. think he'd have been. I think he had been a better player. But at most six. players are
3: Alex. No, most I think he's been a better player. Play- well, no, nothing. Be- Bravo's not. Danilo. Oh my not. God! Are you kidding? Danilo's not. Danilo's been absolutely so highly rated by the club. Yeah. Danilo's a great player. If, are you asking any, if there's any City fans out there? Number one, Give me your thoughts on Danilo. You'll be you'll be surprised, mate. Danilo has got a lot of love from the City players and fans. But and so, you're saying
2: no? I t- I t- I, t- I take David's point. I disagree with this whole under Guardiola thing because I think they'd have just binned Pogba after twelve games it, me, and it not let me, worked l- out. That let seems just to
1: be the method. Let me just turn it on his head, David. If we could have. Um, Cladzy, as he was then say he just got like Austin Power style frozen and he, he was thawed out and he was somehow still under contract at City would you have him right now
0: well he's my first football in Aero, so I probably would See that's, guy. see
1: that's the really interesting thing isn't it
0: yeah, but I mean, I mean, I, I would have paid to watch King Clasby eat cornflakes, mate. It'd be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> know, the guy. you
1: know what you're going to be able to do? You're going to be able to pay to watch him drink wine, because he's opening a wine bar oh, yeah, he is, isn't, he? isn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, he is. But I mean, I just think with United from the outside looking in, it's funny how it's morphed in. I'm like Danny, I went through the 90s and... It was always it was, was endless. It was just not good times. And United have kind of turned into what we were in the nineties. It's become this comedy club where it's just disaster. It's been a disaster for United since Fergie. It couldn't have gone any worse than what I thought it was going to. I always knew when Fergie went, I thought it'd be tricky there for United because he created his own monster there, Fergie. He created his own downfall wow. for the club because mm, it I
2: disagree with that, David. Created, I just think he was no, really successful and no one could follow him, and he was there for no, so long.
0: No, I think what he did is there, mate, he created such a big club. And he had such fantastic success that whoever was going to follow, mate, they were always going to struggle, mate. Yeah, they that's true. I agree with it. that. I, that's what I'm saying. So he, he kind of created the own downfall of the club there, in a way, because he he became he created such a monster of a club. Whoever went in there was going to find it hard. And I just think, looking at United from the outside, looking in, there's too many things mismatched there. I'm trying to be... I'm not looking at this three blue-roll tinted glasses here. I'm trying to be fair <laughs> to you as a, as, a, as a neutral fan. But for you. United for me there's too many problems from top to bottom the, the, the one thing that changed City was when we got rid of Franny Lee because Francis Lee came in and was this boy oh, your next player let's get Franny in with that bad times under Peter Swales Francis Lee came in and he was he was a bad chairman he was too emotionally involved with the club because of what he did and United are going down that same route on about bringing me Ferdinand in in and, and going with the soldier you emot- need to cut all that loose and so you need to you need to just cut it loose. You need to get people over an outside look on things and do it their way instead of doing it the Man United way in the third week. Forget all that. He's gone. It's David, over. David, you need da- to, you need to go with a new route. I I, I I'd, put,
1: I'd put you forward right now at this point to come in there. <laughs> and am pos- possibly even at the FA. David, thank you so much for getting in touch with us. No and uh, are you Thanks, nervous? Are you nervous about Sunday?
0: I am nervous, mate, because I'm an old pessimistic city fan, <laughs> and i an the club. Danny's like, "We've changed, we've changed, not like that anymore, man." But <laughs> I still can't, I still can't help it. we away. We're going to take thousands down to there, Danny. We'll have oh, Blackburn yeah. 2001 again. Danny's I've got my ticket, you.
3: mate. I've got my ticket. I'm ready to rock and roll Sunday. Well, I cannot you wait. You, mate, there'll, be
0: people, there'll be people breaking in there on Sunday, I, I, mate.
3: I know, I've got to watch me back, <laughs> back with it. I'm not telling anyone where it is. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> All right, David. No. Thanks very take much. Take care, buddy. I, I tell you what, the interesting point that he made there, I just i had a quick look back because I had a feeling... He made a few points, didn't he? I don't agree yeah. with most of so them. The, the, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we will be talking about David and me. Uh, so, the the interesting thing was the direct comparison with uh, Pogba and King Cladsey, and, uh, you know, a King Cladsey, absolute hero of mine as well. But that first season that King Cladsey was at City, I think of the first 11 games, we lost nine of them. Something ridiculous. And so...
2: I, I don't know if it, you can blame it on them, but it's a no. case of just it's at the team, time this, that were there. It's a team game and you get a brilliant player at the wrong time for that player King Cladsey
3: would probably do a really good job in a side like this now King Cladsey would get in the side all day he's long fancy- he, was he was a was, fantastic he was player level. he's a messy maybe not at that level of us, but what I'm saying Danny, is come on Danny come, come in on come on st- Alex see what he does he jumps in big, when I'm, I'm 10% is, into saying what I'm saying this King is what Cladsey's he does King that style of player low wow, centre right, of okay. gravity you know, drifted past people he, he was a class <sighs> act, King Cladzy, and he getting our side. Wow. Like, so, what we're going to do, we we'll take a little break <laughs> there,
1: and I'm just going to put that out to you if, as you now. He huffs and puffs. What and not listen so, to it all. That's how So, would it. you rather have Pogba, Messi, or King Cladsy. Oh come off yeah. <laughs> I know
3: the order already, mate.
1: Oh Al three, four, five, double one, seventy six, twenty five, or eight double seven, double one. Just a little thing part of the King Clancy thing here, Bam. but if you've ever gone to pick up your tickets at City, I'm not sure if it still is, but for a long time the Wi Fi code there was King Clancy So you might still be able to pick it up there. <laughs> um And uh, we're going to talk, we'll do a little bit of a season review and also look ahead to what is a big Sunday, not for Alex and United fans, but definitely uh, for City fans here on the Manchester Football Social.
3: Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. Manchester Football Social.
1: You're listening to the Manchester Football Forget Social. Forget my name again then, now, yeah, no. Is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> that, that pause. Fanzone Danny. Fanzone Danny. not a very real name, though. What's my surname? Come on. Danny Fanzone. No, it uh, isn't. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Ant McGinley, Alex Boardman, and some City fan in the studio. Danny Here, Jackson. Jackson. That's it. That's, That's it. 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 I don't Thanks. know what Thanks, I, don't, I just uh, see he doesn't even like me and he knows my surname. <laughs> That's because he does it like at Game of Thrones, he says it at the end of the night before he goes to bed every night, a list of all the people he hates. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when he's
2: praying. You're he's number one yeah. on the list. He wants a, a lightning bolt to strike me at any time. Oh yeah. o-
1: three four five triple one seventy six twenty five. Whether you have got something you love, something you hate, or eight double seven double one, I stole your thunder there, Alex. That's usually the other. Mm. Right. We love Dave, didn't we? Yeah. Wow. So d- no. d- Dave brought He made some very good points. I think. Yeah, uh, and uh, if and you want some, some bad ones, if you want to get involved, <laughs> oh three four five triple one seventy six twenty five. He brought up the comparison between Pogba and also King. Uh, And so I kind of put it to people, you know, would you who would you rather have? And we've had more texts saying I'd rather have Dave than anybody else. (laughs) So there you go, (laughs) Dave, well done. Um, So let's talk about like we've talked a lot about United. So you can chip in, of course, Alex. But let's talk about what has been uh, another big week. Just for the last few weeks, every game has been a massive game. And interestingly, my observation is that three league games in a row now, with City have won by a goal to nil, which is you wouldn't have thought we'd be doing based on the way we've played through the season and the amount of goals we've been banging away. And it's almost like Arsenal used to be back in the days when they were winning uh, the the Premier League. It's that kind of Mm. 1-0 to the Arsenal. Are we going to see a new... One nil to City song going around the ethics Well, attempt. I hope
3: not because uh, <laughs> I don't know about you, Ant, but my heart's been in my mouth for for all oh them games. God. You know, it, it, again, what where's them four, five, six, eight, nine nils gone? Because we could do with uh, a couple of them. But I think it, what it what it does show is when you're in the business end of the season and you've got to get results. It shows that these players are human. You know, it's it's not gonna be comfortable for us. It's not gonna be comfortable for the fans no matter who we're playing against. You know, they're gonna be tough games. The pressure is completely on us. I mean obviously Burnley were were safe when we played them. United didn't want Liverpool to win the league, so they probably wasn't going under that's Alex's excuse. United were good for an hour. They're they're only good for an hour hour, United and then they tired. I just said half an hour. But um but yeah uh, the pressure's on us but you know what and what you just said there is absolutely bang on we're not conceding goals as much as you know we know we've got the talent to score goals but defensively this season uh, we with the joint best defensive record in the league with um liverpool um we you know met edison's kept 20 clean sheets this season which is a record for the club um it's unbelievable. I mean, you know, it's not all about our attacking offensive play. It is a lot about how we are, particularly in a time of the season like this where you're going to have to grind results out. You have to be confident. You're not going to concede too many goals. You know, we're virtually... Touchwood not been conceding corners you know so some of these teams like Burnley and um I think there was it was it was it Leicester or or was it United I can't remember didn't get a corner these two teams that didn't get a corner against us in two games you know when you've got when you're the likes of Burnley you're relying on set pieces you're relying on corners to maybe cause us problems and Edison has been absolutely unbelievable this season that's
1: the thing if you consider as well the way that we've been playing with the passing it back and sometimes that's it's still I'm still not used to it the yeah. heart in the mouth every time the ball's played square yeah. and I think that's probably because of the result of years and years of playing Sunday League football and school football as well if you ever did that in a game play the ball square across the box yeah. you were
3: substituted but off but then again the <laughs> bobbly pitches in them, them yeah. days probably didn't help that kind of play did it but you know you look at what Casper Spichel said about Edison before the game you know Kasper Spichel was waxing lyrical about Edison said he's the greatest keeper that he's ever seen and you know it's not just about his distribution He's his shot stopping, the way he commands the defence, but the bottle that that guy has got, even now, I, I remember, like, I was I was in the South Stand for the game against Leicester the other night, and um, you, you kind of, it was ten minutes to go, and I literally was shouting, oh, just for once, boot it, Edison, please, just for once, boot it, and and he just doesn't, it just looks for them little passes, he's just, he plays like he's playing in a park with his mates on a Sunday afternoon, but the way that he commands that defence is unbelievable, yeah. and defensively, you know, we've got to mention Vinny as well, you you know, yeah. I, I heard. I heard the show last night, and and they were talking a lot about Vinny in terms of why we need to keep him around. Is because of his leadership off the pitch, and you know he basically embodies everything we lo- we love about Mancuni, you know and he is all that but let's not forget Vinny's a class act still on the pitch you know mm-hmm. he he has not let us down for one minute of a game this season he's been fantastic his leadership qualities in them type of big games i i remember looking at the team when as it got announced um on monday night and i'm thinking no john stones pacevardi like everyone else was but vinnie is a big game player and he's proved it time and time again but what a goal, by the way, Al. Even you, the bitterest of Reds, has well, got
2: to admit that was <laughs> some goal. As you know, he should have been sent off around a of oh, time go. for that tackle. Well, but um, no, it was, it was. It was a good. Uh, it was a good hit. The thing with with City and it is exactly what happened with Liverpool throughout the eighties. Lots of United title-winning sides. The odd time Arsenal won it. That one nil is exactly what what wins you the the league, because it's just, it's more about not conceding, I think, than being yeah. able to, oh, we're two down, oh, we've come back, we've won three, two, brilliant, let's make that happen once or twice a season. If that's happening every other week, you're in trouble when it gets to the to the past Easter.
1: So as somebody who enjoys reminding us that you've won so many leagues and you've got all this experience and all this glory, Good and, and, it's, and it's relatively new to us in your opinion, is
2: it always this stressful? my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Or in the opinion of every book that's ever... You know... But these d- the tables and things are printed. <laughs> I d- I've Huddersfield not won as many titles as City somewhere. I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure. Do you, you know, no, you forget wh- all these okay. things. So my point is,
1: do you find it as stressful, or did you used to find it as stressful when you are up there
2: winning things, as we are finding it right now? Um, yeah, but it's brilliant. It's the best thing. It's absolutely the best thing. It's really exciting. It's, I remember... What what would have made this ever so slightly better is if you could have had... You know when you played United or Burnley, if that would have been City-Liverpool? Because we had that one season when we played Blackburn at Old Trafford and Kansanar scored a header after Giggs stole the ball with him. We had another season where Kansanar smashed one in against Arsenal 1-0. And that was probably about February. And it was like those games and you're like, this is it all on the line here. So, I mean, it's been a gr- it's been a great race. But I used to love that. Absolutely. A, gra- a great
3: race, it. or would you say the the greatest race ever in the Premier League? Because I think a lot no. of people are saying that. I, I think, think it, a lot of people I have... think it I think if we win it and this season with ninety eight points and we and Liverpool get ninety seven points it, what a ridiculous season yeah. I mean for it to go to two teams that I think the most points Fergie ever got in his reign was 91 am I right t- in saying t- t- that But totally different God, records. you 20. can't say anything to Ali he was was like, to, like, you I'm asked just,
2: me you, what happened is you asked me a question and then answered it yourself no, so, I said it's 91, I know you, it's 91, no, I just wondered think whether it's you the did. greatest race ever, do you agree? And I said, I don't agree, I think it's been a very, very good race. I think there's been other equally good races. But, I think, how, I think how, modern one, day, for me, media I, I, just gets totally obsessed. I, and, I, think,
3: I think if we did a poll on this, I think the vast majority of the country would say... Who's, this who's the best answering the poll, got though? Two, People under 30
2: on Twitter, that's the only way you'd do a poll. Ask but, anybody that remembers loads of other things, what about when Arsenal went to Liverpool and had to win... At well, Anfield on the last day of the season on I mean,
3: Roe Castle's What score. about when we Was got the Aguero that? moment in 19-20? Exactly. So what you're I'm saying, saying is, this uh, yeah, is better than that? Yeah, completely. I, so I completely like, think this on, is a better title race than that was. Absolutely. I, it's a, it, the difference the is, consistency is, of City and Liverpool, as much as I hate Liverpool, the consistency of them and us this season has been ridiculous. If we win the league on 98 points, we've won the last 14 games on the spin, and we wouldn't uh, we, a draw one single draw in them 14 games, we wouldn't have won the league... Unbelievable consistency from both City and Liverpool. To me, this is the pinnacle of a title race. This is the best but, title well, race you've so ever and been. and to in me, my and to me, it's not because you're, you're not, not involved it, and it's your no, biggest rivals. It's we not know that. why not. Of course, not of course it is. Of course it is. I say Danny, the same. Danny but again. Is.
2: Let me answer why I think it's not yeah, because but I haven't finished what I was saying. Well, like, like, really, Alex, you I... must have spoke for about fifty minutes. Let me have a word. You had to say in the first uh, section. Of well, the well, show Alex. Okay. Okay, well, should, well, what I would... should, should I just get the gloves out here and let you start?
3: Oh, I'd love that. I'm good at that. What at I
2: would that. suggest is the fact that why I... I think it's been an excellent race, a really, really good race. I think it's Thanks. been. Hypes is the best one ever and I don't actually see that. And I think the reason is because now so many of the games throughout the season... There's there's no ups and downs if you're a City fan in the games. You turn up at every game now... Probably the same with a lot of Liverpool fans as they've got their act together. Half of that table, you know, you're not even going to go, oh, we might go away and sneak a 1-0 or, or, oh, we might get a last-minute winner. I mean, just to
1: one- you up on that you're point, we did mean, lose the well Leicester, Leicester, Crystal
3: Palace yeah. and Newcastle. When, and it was a blip, but you're going... I thought and, you were going to say, might as well be Celtic then. you have heard that before It as well.
2: feels... Well, but this is happening throughout all the top leagues in Europe. Bayern Munich, a couple of years ago, won it by the record points ever. Barcelona, win it by the record points ever. City, win it by the record points ever. City have got... Two, City could put a great teammate, then they could put a second teammate that's better than fifteen teams in the league. And then they've probably got a third team that's same. It's not like and I'm not saying that's, I'm not blaming it. Why, why does that City mean it's not it? a
3: good title race, though? What, what, because what's...
2: it's not a race, it's a two it horse race. It's not a it's, race. It's one point. A race is one to point have between two five teams. or six teams. Both have uh,
3: broke records in terms of, other than last season, in terms of point numbers. Of course, it's a sensational race. It's a, it's a two horse race, it it to be been fair, since
1: Christmas. To be fair, it could have had more people involved or more clubs involved if Tottenham had got their act together and United haven't. hadn't imploded like they have.
2: Well, t- Tottenham, You're Chelsea, Arsenal—none to of them are anywhere near. No, none of these teams are anywhere, anywhere near the the level. Does does is it almost a moot point anyway
1: to say is this the greatest title race ever? Because it's just it's what we're experiencing now, and there is going to be a lot of people that uh, for them this is the first season that that they're really experiencing uh, football for the first time. Maybe it's the first season they've been going to the games, they've got really involved
3: in it. This will be the one that they yeah. remember as and, a, that atten- attachment to it. As a ta- yeah. Probably it's fresh in everybody's memories. I get that. But as somebody who was, you know, at the Etihad when Aguero scored that goal against QPR... I still believe this title race is a better title race because the consistency of the two sides, the point numbers they've accrued, uh, the, the bottle that each side have shown to one way or the other get a win, let alone a draw, a win, the way that they have, I just think has been sensational. It's been unbelievable. It's been, it'll never be repeated. There'll never be another season where one team gets 98 points or one team gets you 97. Not in year, though, when years. you got
2: 100 points. You said this is a feat I'll never be repeating. And well, it's not going to be repeated because no, we can't get Alex, that many. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not, no, it's isn't points. Alex? So what, so what is your
3: point? Is, well, the it, it's point not repeated. The point we've got 100 is that 98 points at, we can only get 98. The this point season. is that
2: 98 points we're in that same ballpark. The yeah, game, the not going to be repeated. It's 100. There's that, no uh, competition in this league. There is not much of a competition. You can't. Next season, City will if it carries on. If unless Guardiola leaves, or unless right. financial fair play comes in, or something happens, and isn't that team implodes, If you've got that same team, which will be even strengthened you will
3: guaranteed next year get at least 95 points so there's no and competition we'll in this league we've got a l- very likely to be a Europa League final between two teams that are in this league. We're going to have a, a, a Champions League final of two teams that are in this league. How can you say there's no competition there in isn't. this league? Because when those because fi- there isn't, there what? isn't. Well, so how can- have got to a Europa League final? Likelihood can, can, is and and potentially but, two English teams in the Champions League can final. I just, can I just? Interrupt how can you they
1: say that? Can I just interrupt here and say that? I know Alex, you have a law degree. And I'm very disappointed that your response to his question was, with all your legal knowledge, was, because there isn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, can't even re- I can't even remember what the, the question is at the minute. But they're, they're actually, look at next year's fixtures when they get printed out. And if you were to, write, here's a prediction, make the prediction. You'll go, ah, City, Brighton. For, well, with the play Brighton, City, Wolves might be might be a bit tricky. City, Arsenal, City United, but you still say there's probably, no competition. They'll you probably win two. Or, yes, because you win two or three nil, and then the sides that are the level below them, West Ham. You go West Ham at home. Will we win four nil? when we win six nil? But well, that doesn't but mean Alex, it's a non-competitive if, if, league. Yeah. Yeah. It does. If you winning every all. game four nil, that's but the but exact definition of a non-competitive league. But we're not. winning every game. How many four goals have you scored
3: this season? I mean, just all the a sensational side. Let's not, you know, base on that. This is still a competitive league Can, can I just not, no. uh, can I
1: just settle this argument what I'm going to do I'm going to let you log into my uh, on, I can't on, get on the computer to, uh, to find any I think you uh, needs to hug me I'll, I'll, I'll let where's you see, Klopp I'll, I'll put out a record of uh, all the bets I've made this season and you'll see that you can't predict it like that Can you wreck, exactly. exactly and that's yeah. the thing because the Crystal the Crystal Palace that, that running games that December that we had
3: three, we, we got three games as we we got beat, out. yeah alright so your prediction you'd have gone Leicester yeah you'd have beat them we got beat Newcastle or relegation we'd have beat them we got beat how can well. you say that, that it's a non-competitive league? It's, it's a, I think I, you well, spoke I, I before I you it engaged. Three on Alex, I can't. To
2: I can't get on with the computer to to find out the scores of city games. There will be so many of those games
3: with four-one. Yeah, but there be so many 1, that 5-0. are not predictable. Like I've just said, three, Crystal Palace. We got three, people. which is Crystal a blip. Palace. Leicester. It's an anomaly. That's Newcastle. Not. There's three, three anomalies.
2: Wow, in one season. I mean, yeah, that came it. week after week, and we don't know what happened me, in those. Mate? You're having a laugh. You know, you've got to be on a wind up. I'm not. I can't get on the computer to to <laughs> prove what <laughs> I'm trying to say. Uh, so Just somebody get uh, on and tell me all uh, the games City won 3 0, no, 4 0, no, 5 0, no, and then tell me how that equates to a competitive league. Right. Let's see. It uh, doesn't
1: let's take a breather get Alex,
2: <laughs> uh, all right. I feel uh, Alex
1: Danny a cup of tea and then uh, we'll give you a choice we can either get you logged into the computer or we can get you some boxing gloves and you two can have a go for the last we'll 10 minutes get me, let me just prove it via the facts um, if, if, if you want to uh, come to uh, uh, <laughs> wow. Alex's aid in the argument 34517625 25 we'll get that sorted out and also uh, we'll have a look ahead to some of the players that could be coming in uh, to both clubs because what we're going to do we're going to strap Danny to a And uh, see if we can get any information out of him because he's around there all the time. Uh, 87711 if you've got any inside information as well, and we'll be back on the Manchester Football Social after this.
3: Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. Manchester Football Social. See, I find that really
1: odd because it says football there but it kind of feels like the undercard to an Anthony Joshua fight tonight <laughs> because <laughs> The uh, under,
3: undercard I would have <laughs>
1: uh, uh, Danny Jackson of uh, the City Fan Zone has been going head to head with Alex Boardman
2: United fan Who's now on the
3: internet, mm.
1: ladies and gentlemen? You need so he needs a lie down, Alex. Days.
3: He's
2: had a rough I'm just, <laughs> rough I'm just season, looking though. at this highly competitive league that you were talking about. He's going to
3: spiel off. With, everyone knows what scores City would. I'm not sure City what point beat Fulham
2: 6 1. City beat Fulham 3 0. They beat Cardiff 5 0. This is all within like three this. weeks of each other. You know beat this. Burnley 5 0. Oh, only 1 0 against Tottenham. But then look, Southampton 6 1. 4 0 West Ham. 3 1 Bournemouth. We're just exceptionally so good. Thank I, you. That is for not an ultra competitive can, league.
1: 3 0 Wolves. 3-0 can, 3-0 I just, can I just interrupt here, Alex, Six and nil. say just. this this is the Manchester Football Social. It's the voice of the fans. It's where people come on to discuss their opinions and views. It's not where people do impressions of my dad when he first discovered <laughs> the
0: internet
1: <laughs> and just reads out everything that he sees on there. He's doing a, his a, best to a get a himself out He still does it now. He says, hey, did you know there's only 12 episodes of multi-towers
2: <laughs> and firstly was it really? yeah wow i I'm impressed with that one. all I'm doing is
3: like backing up what I said you're not substantiating anything everybody knew what you what you're saying is is a checklist D- all right. there's a checklist and oh yeah so City at Palace oh they'll win oh City at Home to Palace yeah they'll win that we didn't Leicester away, City will win that. We didn't. Newcastle away, it'll be 6-0. We well, I, just, I, just,
2: I just reeled off all, the, all that ultra-competitive you, you league. 5-1, 6-0. You, five, yeah. yeah. five yeah. you really proved your point, thank you. Well, I did. That was the I, point I was I, making, I, I, and I it up with the figures. I think yeah, you've made right. it both
1: clear that neither of you are shifting your opinion on this one. Yeah. So let's just leave that there for now, shall we? He's funny. And uh, let, let's let's move on and look ahead to hopefully a brighter future Uh, for both teams
3: not for ours is bright enough I'll take ours this is the brightness I have to go through for the rest of my life I'm happy with that I'll keep the shades on so whatever happens
1: um, in the next two games that we've got because that's what we've got we've got Sunday and then the FA Cup final Yeah. whatever happens it's been a great season again for City fans, I know obviously the disappointment of going out of the Champions League yeah. will stay with us for a long time because of the emotion of that game. Even though it was a great game and it was everything that we love about football, every all the unpredictable things that you can't predict. Just to hug back to a point you were making there, Alex. But the the question is is we we really last season with Manchester City, there was very little action in the transfer market. Um, we saw some players go. We saw Mares come in. Uh, and Maris hasn't had that much of an impact in, in the squad this season. So the question is, looking ahead for next season, do you think it's going to be same old, same old? Kind of what Alex was hinting towards. Or do you think there is going to be some interesting activity in the transfer market? Oh, there'll and, definitely be activity. Oh, and, and where do you think that activity is going to be? And well,
3: you... you know, working on the assumption um, that... Probably, um, Gundogan's gonna go, um, uh, I'm working on the assumption maybe Otamendi's gonna go. Um, I, I, Fernandinho, is going to need replacing. Whether he's got one more season in him, he probably has. But you know, he's going to need replacement. Uh, I think we'll be, a, we'll have a busy summer. I'm bearing in mind as well, we've got this this pending uh, transfer ban hanging over us. I think we're going to go big in the summer. Um, I've heard rumours, heard reports that the Bruno Fernandez deal is pretty much done, and that's just in terms of a circle of people I know that have mentioned that might might be happening. And, and for well, looks people, like it's happening for people. That 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 don't know anything about Bruno Fernandes... Um, uh, Bruno comments? Fernandes is an attacking midfielder who plays uh, at sport in Lisbon at the minute. Uh, I think he's got 28 goals from midfield this season. Oh, good, because um, that's
1: just what City need for the next yeah, season, more left-footed,
3: left-footed. Um, Bernardo Silva's buddy. Um, if he's anything... He actually looks a bit like Bernardo, just a bit taller, but if he's anything like Bernardo... If he's 20% of Bernardo Silva, we're getting a good player. He, again, I've watched bits of him. I can't profess to, to know loads about him. I've watched bits about him. Then I've gone away and looked at the usual YouTube mm-hmm. stuff. He looks a player, a serious player, Score. If people want to look at him on YouTube, you want to see, if you think Pogba's got an unusual penalty style, you want to see his... He kind of runs up to it and does a little skip, a little jump and a skip, and then puts it in a corner. It's really crazy the way he takes penalties. Erm... Um, you know again you got to start looking he's an attacking midfielder who's he replacing you know who, you know de bruyne is in that role david silva's obviously going to be phased out we know that but bernardo, bernardo silva's played in that kind of role uh rodri is another name i'm hearing um is from atletico madrid he's he obviously would be a fernandinho successor um so rodri is is a name i don't know much about him uh, but again he comes with a big reputation he's got a, a decent sized buyout clause yep. that city are happy to meet um so i think about Will we buy a centre half? We were talking to Alex in in the break. We we actually had a civilized conversation in the break. Yeah, um, cause, cause so we're great. On great, off off air. Air. We're, great. Yeah, we're great. It's all air. an act. It's yeah. all an act. We yeah. love each other. really. We're a bit like you know, build up to a big boxing fight, aren't we? You know, we we, we put it out there. But um, I actually got a sneaky feeling, and maybe not this, this isn't the player necessarily, but I think someone of this ilk. I think City could be interested in the likes of a Van of Aldevere in, in in the summer as well. Which I know he's been linked to United yeah. so mm. so much, but if Otamendi and company did go, I don't know anything about whether he either will or both will, um, then someone like is perfect, because he's at an age where he comes with experience, but he's not necessarily going to be first choice, because obviously I, th- I believe Laporte and Stones are, are Pep's future mm. in terms of centre There they're our, our Vidic and Ferdinand for me.
1: Now that might be a shock to a lot of people he- hearing that about Company, but there was very emotional scenes with Company on Monday night after he got that amazing goal against Leicester. And I don't know if you, if you saw it, Jim uh, that does the, the show on a Monday and, and also does the music shows in the evening, he put out a, a, a tweet just after the goal which said, if I was company, I would hang up my boots right now. Never mind the end of the season, never mind next season, never mind yeah, going for testimonial. Yeah, I'm not sure just, I get that. It,
3: but it was, we've you know, not won anything yet, have yeah, you we? Know, hang it up when we've won something. I,
1: I, think, I think, fair enough, if it was me or Alex coming on as a substitute and we we, we did that, I would retire at that point. But I think he still has. Ah, That'd have been an
2: ongoing. It would have been me.
1: <laughs> still counts. Still counts. <laughs> yeah. so, you lost one near Liverpool. So, so if if uh, City were to get somebody like Aldevarald, what what does that leave for United?
2: Just re-signing Smallfield Jones so they still and... already. Me. They've already done that, haven't they? I mean, this is this does go back to some of the points we were making in the very first section of the show about if Mares he's had one season. It's been a mixed season but already he could just be replaced. And I, I think there is like a a level of ruthness, ruthlessness with Guardiola that he just doesn't really give a player time. He gives them a season, and if it doesn't happen, they're right, He just gets somebody better, or he'll get two players better anyway. Um, and United haven't done that for many reasons, not least the fact that it seems rotten from Glazer and Woodward, the fact they're reluctant to spend and invest on, on similar levels to to Liverpool and City.
1: Now, we talked earlier in the very first section, as you say, about all the different players, the money that's been spent there, players that have been brought in. I don't think that necessarily that buying more players is going to be the solution.
2: United need to buy the right players rather than just buying big players. So for me, I mean, I've seen Dybala linked, I've seen um, Harry Maguire linked and I've seen that has been linked uh, since last season when we didn't sign him because... uh, Ed Woodward decided there was no value in buying a player for 40-odd million that you could get for 24 million when he's released clause. Now, that's a restriction that I don't think Klopp would have had to work with when he he signed um, Van Dijk for 90 million, and Guardiola definitely wouldn't. Um, So, Maguire, for me, I didn't rate him as highly as some seem to do until the World Cup, and I thought he's actually a really good player. He's had a decent season again. He looks like something we need, which is a big leader figure, somebody whose personality just won't accept second best, I would imagine. I could see him whipping a few players into shape. Is he absolute top draw? I don't no. I don't know. I don't know. No, but is he a big mate. dominant centre-half? Yes. And if he suits the style of play, Barry mind Solskjaer has talked about this style of play. The players have to fit that style of play. And whatever happens, we need to stick with the same manager and, but, and actually back okay. that manager. So if, if Ollie's given the budget in the summer and yep. they
1: say to him, we're going to back you to the hilt. Don't think they will. Right. But if they did that,
2: mm-hmm. how many players do you think he would go out and get? 11? No. There's no, very rarely a team buys more than five well, or six. Fulham did, Fulham did. That yeah, and didn't it's, disaster- yeah, it's it always well, yeah. disastrous. Yeah. It's like playing FIFA. doesn't quite work in, in real terms because you've got to try and gel all these different, and then now it's not even just gel in different personalities. For the last 20, 30 years, you're gel in different nationalities and people who come, and some might have trouble with the language, some might not like the climate, some might not like um, just the city. In, in, in yeah. itself. So, How big so is
3: this summer for United, Alex? Because I when think I look it's at been it, over gonna, you, you know, I think you're going to lose players. I mean, obviously, yeah. the likes of Herrera is going. A lot of talk of Pogba probably looks like he's going to go. You know, so there's a rebuilding job to do even yeah. just based on the fact you're going to lose players so if you lose three or four you might need to replace them but then you need to add the quality that maybe you're losing as well because you've got to say Herrera and Pogba are probably two of your better players you yeah, know? But and this, is, and this
2: is another one of the problems the fact that Herrera is one of our better players mainly because he puts 100% effort in but yeah. Herrera's not a midfielder that's getting 12-15 to 15 goals a season he's not a midfielder that's grabbing a game by the scruff of the neck spraying passes everywhere he's not a box-to-box midfielder he's just a Decent, decent utility player. Really miserable sod that he is. Well, my head, he he d- so around, we need to up the level, the general standard and quality of player needs to be up. But All the right.
3: Europa League is not going to help getting that level of player. Well, in my to,
2: to be fair to United,
1: last time they were in there, they took it very seriously. And credit to them, they went on and won it. So we've only got a little bit of time left of the show. So what I'm going to do is give you 30 seconds each. I'll start with you, Danny, and just. What has the season been as a city fan for you?
3: Yeah, you you said it before, Alex. No matter what happens, uh, um, Alex. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> at least I only uh, forgot what, your yeah, second. Fair, yeah. Um, what what? Even if even if we don't win these last two games, or we win one and not the other, you, we'll look back at this season and think, wow, how good were we again? I mean, the, the, what we're watching as city fans is just incredible football. We're watching amazing players. We know. Categorically, we're going to be in the mix for titles for the next five years. You know, we are at that at that level. I I love it. I love I've loved everything about the season. I've loved the drama of it all. I have loved the up, loved the ups and downs because it's created this final day which could be completely historic. And we could win the league at an away ground, which we've never done before. So I'm quite looking forward if that does happen.
1: I have a funny feeling that Alex's review of his season is going to be slightly opposite.
2: Well, it was mixed. Because when Solskjaer came in, everything was great for 15 games. And then they announced him as the manager and the players seemed to down tools. Partly, in part, to be fair, they were in key injuries to a squad that's really not quite good enough. Um, but it's been a disastrous season. I think... Lots of people have got a bit carried away saying it's the worst season ever. I'm sure if you're a bit older than me, you can remember, you know, you're getting relegated mid-70s. So, we, you know, we're sixth. So let's have a bit of perspective. And at least the meltdown happened not at the beginning of the season yeah. so we can start again.
1: That's all we've got time for. Danny, Alex, thank you very much for joining us tonight. And, uh... Full-time Devils are here tomorrow and there's a special show on Sunday uh, straight after the last games of the season. If you're down to Brighton, look out for Danny.
3: Don't look out for me, (laughs) please. (laughs) I might not be in the best condition if we win. Stay away from me. (laughs) Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. Step into the world of
2: power, loyalty